Hey, it's Addie and Ella, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast. Together we pray that in this episode, the message of the gospel will be clear, that it's not us, but him. It's not me, but you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode and episode two in our Easter series that is still yet to be named. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we told you we were going to have a name for this. At the time of recording, we don't have a name, but by the time this goes up in... Wait, I literally just had a thought. You know how it's like the series with no name? Well, like, you're going to laugh at me and tell me this is a terrible idea, but like, in the tomb, there's no body. So it's like the no-named series, because there's oh no body in the tomb. <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> Um, I thought it was good. Anyways, um, at the time of recording this, we do not have a title of our series. Addie's insistent on getting a title. I think Easter series works just fine, but... Quite honestly, that might stick through the whole rest of this. (laughs) Not much creative juices are flowing. Yeah. We could put a poll on our Instagram, like, vote on, like, give us name suggestions. But the thing is, all of these are pre-recorded. So by the time it would come out, it and like the poll matter. would be there, every single episode would be recorded, so it would be pointless. Yeah. It'd be cool. Well, mm. oh well. Yep. By the time this is out and you're listening to this right now, hopefully we have a better name than Easter series. But here we are, day two in our Easter series. Not day two. Week, week two. two. <laughs> week two in our <laughs> Easter series. And we are talking about Palm Sunday. And so we are going to go through Luke chapter 19, um, verses 28 through 40, and then just give a brief overview of that and just talk about a few questions we had from the passage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think it's important to note as well that um, Palm Sunday, or like otherwise known as the triumphal entry, is actually in all four of the gospels it's Mm -hmm. not just in luke so it was a really important story because it was highlighted in all the gospels but we just chose to read this particular one so Mm -hmm. we googled um which gospel has like the best description of these different days so that's why we're going with luke well luke is like a wordy guy like Mm -hmm. we picked him for our christmas countdown series practically too because he goes into a lot more detail than the other gospels yes for sure yeah he gave us more meat to work with. So, we are going through Luke 19, 28 through 40. Feel free to follow along or read it on your own or whatever helps you. Yeah, sit back and relax because we got a couple <laughs> verses to go through here. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Okay, here we go. So, starting in Luke 19, verse 28, it says, And when he had said these things, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he drew near to Bethsheba, you're welcome, and Bethany at the mount that is called Olivet, he sent two of the disciples saying, go into the village in front of you. Where you are entering, you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat on. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you are untying it, why you are untying it, you shall say this, the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent away and found it just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, Why are you untying this colt? And they said, The Lord has need of it. And they brought it to Jesus, and throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And he rode along 
And as he rode along, they spread their cloaks on the road. And he was drawing near, already on the way down to the Mount of Olives. The whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He said, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. Okay, so we start off, there's just a few verses specifically that we want to like point out um, or explain or whatever um, before we really get into it, but we just wanted to mention in verse 28, um, it says, after Jesus had said this, so this is kind of like just a bridge from what Jesus was previously teaching and talking about. Um, He had corrected some of his followers on the true nature of his kingdom and what his true mission was. Um, So this is just bridging from that into now he's ready to go to Jerusalem. And then also at the end of this passage, in verse 40, Jesus said to the Pharisees, I tell you, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. And so this is just saying like, Previously in Jesus's ministry, whenever he had performed miracles or um, done certain things, taught the disciples certain things, he would tell the disciples, like, don't tell anyone what you saw here. And like, just to keep it quiet. Yeah. He wasn't, he didn't say like, hey, proudly go proclaim what I've done. It was like, it was more of a quiet miracle. Exactly. And so now this is contrasting his entire ministry he's had previously, and he's telling them, like, you can tell people now what's going on because Jesus is fulfilling these prophecies. He's coming into Jerusalem, which we are going to get into in a minute here. But those are just a few verses that we wanted to Mm -hmm. explain a little bit. And even in going to get the cult, he was like, oh, the reason is tell them, like, I am Lord. Mm -hmm. Like, the Lord needs it. Mm -hmm. Like, before... He didn't yeah. use that kind of wording. Yeah. He's before. like really becoming more public mm-hmm. about things mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So yeah, you're right. The The point in this or like this triumphal entry was Jesus is riding into Jerusalem and he's making his ministry like this public claim that like, I am the Messiah. I am the one that you have been waiting for. And I am the king of Israel, and he is fulfilling all of these Old Testament prophecies that came Mm -hmm. before him. And I think that's the the coolest part in this story is when you understand the Old Testament prophecy. Yeah, for sure. In um, Zechariah 9, 9, which says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See your king come to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. And so this was prophesied way before Jesus was even born. And then at the exact time that it was said it was supposed to happen, here comes the Mm -hmm. Messiah coming in to Jerusalem on a donkey. And I think it was crazy too. I'm sure Jesus knew this prophecy in his head and he was telling disciples like, yo, go get me a donkey. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're like, why the heck do you need a donkey right now? (laughs) Jesus like, oh, you just wait. (laughs) Maybe they knew that he was fulfilling (laughs) prophecy. I don't know if they knew or not. (laughs) I think it's crazy where Jesus was like, hey, I need this. We're going to do something cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They told me I would do this and I'm going to do it. (laughs) At this point, though, he had been in ministry for like three years. And so like 
he had attention by this point. Like, people knew there was something up and whatever. And so even if the disciples didn't totally understand, like, I'm just guessing. We can't really know. But, like, I'm assuming they knew, like, something's up. Something's Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. on. Right. Because this isn't just some guy, clearly. Right. Right. But I'm sure it was exciting for them, too. Oh, yeah. I think... Like, they've been a follower of this Jesus dude for how long? And now to be, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And to just witness, like, like, to watch this entry. Yes. And... To watch this guy that you have followed for three years riding on a donkey and everyone's, like, like celebrating him. Be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I work with him. You know, like, it's like yeah. riding on the accomplishment of someone else. Like, I know him. <laughs> Jesus, wash my feet. <laughs> well, that's coming up. but <laughs> We're getting a little ahead of ourselves Sorry, here. But I do think it is really neat, like, studying some of these prophecies that Jesus is fulfilling during this Easter season, and then just thinking about the prophecies that we studied that Jesus fulfilled Mm -hmm. when he was born in our Christmas countdown series. Like, it's just crazy how every single thing just lined up so perfectly. Like, there is no doubt that Jesus truly is the Messiah. He is the Messiah that God sent to us to save us from our sins. Like, Everything just works out perfectly. Right. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And the more you study prophecy, the more it makes me be like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, someone said this way before it was going to happen. And they were like, hey, Messiah's coming. Like, some guy's going to come and save the world. And he's going to do this, this, and this. And then yeah, it's And it's not just like these broad things. Like, it's very specific things. Right. That Specifically said, like, he would come into Jerusalem on a donkey, on a mm-hmm. colt. And Jesus was like, yeah, yo, dude, need a colt. Come on, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. yeah, and the timeline was right. Everything about it was just right. Um yeah. crazy. But yeah, just a little um, explanation of these people, like, spreading their cloaks and stuff. So this is, like, a sign of royalty, and the ride on the colt strongly resembles Solomon's journey to Guyon, where he was proclaimed king in 1 Kings 1, 33-35. And so, basically, having these people spread their cloaks, and he's riding in on this donkey, um, Jesus is declaring to the people that he is their king, he's the Messiah, that they have been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were doing an action that they reserved for royalty, but mm-hmm. yet they were like doing it in honor of Jesus, in honor of the Messiah. And they were yelling out these things, you know, like, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. So they were saying all of these things in addition to some translations like say Hosanna. And we see that in our like palm sunday services sometimes mm-hmm. you you know get the palm leaves and yell hosanna hosanna but like the contrast to this is hey we're doing these things for royalty we're spreading these cloaks and we're um you know saying all these beautiful wonderful things we're praising jesus and then spoiler alert a week later we're killing him mm-hmm. like i don't know that's just like a crazy thing to wrap my mind around yeah, it's like a complete 180 on Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. Jesus is riding in. People are excited. Not everyone loved him. This wasn't a huge show, but like there was things going on. People were excited about it. They were waiting for a Messiah and expecting a Messiah. And then complete 180, a week later, the crowds are shouting, crucify him at his trial. So some people welcomed him as their savior um, and this Messiah who was prophesied and whatever, but 
a lot of the people expected their savior to lead them in a revolt against Rome. And so the salvation that the Jews had in mind was salvation from like physical worldly things, their government, different things going on. And so when Jesus didn't live up to this expectation, they're like, well, he's not the Messiah, clearly. Yeah. So when Jesus failed their expectations and didn't lead this revolt, the same crowds that were rejoicing with him turned on him just a few days later. Right. And I think that's crazy too. Like the prophecy is saying, this is your guy, this is your guy, this is your guy. Like mm-hmm. he's fulfilling all these prophecies. And then at the end of the day, the people had an expectation of, what Jesus would do, mm-hmm. how he would save them. But little did they know he was saving them from something even better. Oh, like, yeah. A million yeah. times better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Infinity and beyond better. Uh-huh. Like, they had no idea. And it's just crazy how, you know, hey, didn't meet that expectation of how this Messiah would help us mm-hmm. out. And mm-hmm. let's kill him. Let's crucify yeah. him. Yeah. And that definitely like goes in our own lives still today like we have these certain expectations of we what we think God needs to do in our life or what we need or how certain things need to go but God has a much bigger and much greater plan and Mm -hmm. he does things differently than what we have in mind and it's so easy to get worked up and upset and not trust him but we can look back at the scriptures and see how God has a much much better plan for us than we have right I think that's a something that a lot of Christians wrestle with of like if God's good why did this happen mm-hmm. or God if you do this I will for you mm-hmm. you know and um yeah we just are so small in comparison in God mm-hmm. to God and we we don't see the big picture oh, yeah. like these people were not seeing the big picture here and mm-hmm. we do know too that there was a couple other reasons that like multiple of the reasons like why the messiah was crucified it was not just this expectation mm-hmm. there's multiple there's reasons. there's a yeah. lot of things and it was god's plan right. it's his plan for all that to happen but that's like why the crowds just turned so quickly right yeah and like we said at the beginning of this episode how all of these prophecies are fulfilled so perfectly like you can't miss it like jesus is the messiah there's no doubt about that But we also have prophecies that have not been fulfilled yet, like in the end times and Jesus Christ coming back. And it's going to be the same case then as well. Like there's going to be no doubt that what God says will happen in the future is going to happen. And Jesus will fulfill these prophecies once again. And so it's easy to like look at a lot of these end times prophecies and different things like that and just think that's so out there, I just don't understand it, whatever. You don't need to understand all of it, but like we can look back into scripture and see how Jesus perfectly fulfilled all these prophecies before and he will do it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as these people were waiting in the story for their Messiah and had it, we will have Mm -hmm. the same thing too. Like we are in a waiting period now for that. Mm -hmm. And like, that's exciting. Like we, we should truly be excited for that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the story not the story i shouldn't even call it a story i mean like it's a true story (laughs) it's a that's the account there we go Mm -hmm. that's the account of the triumphal entry of jesus Mm -hmm. 
yeah. So that is Palm Sunday. Jesus um, fulfilled these prophecies. He rode in to Jerusalem on a donkey. Um, he went to Jerusalem to the place where he knew he would be crucified. Um, but he still bravely and humbly um, went into Jerusalem. But we know that in a few days, um, these this great entry, these crowds of people who are very excited about him, things will change pretty quickly, which we will get into in a few episodes from now. But like Addie said, we wanted to give you an overview of Palm Sunday, a little bit more about what it is, and just how applicable things like this really are to our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, Palm Sunday is not right, right around the corner, um, just because we are doing these episodes a couple weeks out um, to fit in the Lent series, but um, it's just good to be thinking about these things, like Mm -hmm. we said in our last episode, like the point of these episodes, we hope, is to give you a greater perspective on it. So hopefully if your church um, does the whole Palm Sunday thing where you get the palm branches, you get a greater perspective of what the scene would have looked like in Jesus' time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah and the context surrounding it. So once again, thank you guys um, for your time, for listening to us. And Mm -hmm. um, we just hope and pray that God would use this episode in your life. So yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, see you next week. Oh, hey, you're still here. While you're still here, just one more thing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching Not Me But You Productions. And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Thanks again for listening.